Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight. I'm Annie Dickerson. And I'm Julie Lamb. Together, we're the founders of Good Egg Investments and creators of the Real Estate Accelerator. We help real estate investors and syndicators build their brands, find the right investors for their deals, and scale their businesses so they can do more and bigger deals. We believe that everyone has the power to make an impact through raising capital and helping people achieve financial freedom through real estate. We invite you to join the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight Facebook group so we can amplify our impact together. We know you're going to love this episode. And hey, be sure to stick around to the end of the show because we're going to reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing real estate podcasts on the planet. Ready? Let's go. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Real Estate Syndication Spotlight by Good Egg Investments. And of course, I'm your host, Rye Russell, and I am here today with two incredible real estate entrepreneurs and investors and really excited to learn about their journey and the types of projects that they have found themselves in. And so, Jenny, I would love to start with you. Uh, We were talking a little bit before the broadcast about how sometimes you accidentally become a real estate entrepreneur or a real estate investor. And so I am curious to find out when you knew this was going to be the industry that you wanted to take on. Yeah, great question. You know, like many other folks out there, you know, when my husband and I were planning our financial future, we really wanted to end in a spot where we could call ourselves financially free, right? Not depending on our day jobs to generate income. We wanted that passive income and more freedom to do the things that we love in our lives. And so a few years ago, um, I think it was in 2017 or so, we really started double clicking on other means to get financial freedom and through passive income. And we discovered single family homes. So that's kind of where we started. Um, And once we started accumulating, you know, a few properties, we realized, wow, the cash flow is great. But man, how do you scale up faster because we wanted to accelerate that passive income. And then, you know, long story short, we found multifamily syndications as a way to accelerate that passive income. And here we are a couple of years later, and, you know, we're uh, starting a business and looking at how other people do the same thing. Incredible. And now, Steve, a same question for you. When did you know that this was going to be the type of industry you wanted to be a part of? No, great question. Great, great question, Rye. Um, the aha moment came for me in corporate America. So I've been a W-2 wage earner for 25 years of my life, just retired or exited the corporate rat race uh, just in December. And about uh, 10 years ago, I read that uh, famous purple book, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, really helped me change my mindset across the board in terms of um, how to develop passive income. So making a lot of money from a corporate standpoint, but paying a lot of tax on that. And uh, it came to, I, I talked to my accountant, and they said, oh, you should invest in real estate. And then similar to Jenny, at that point in time, I uh, doubled down on single family homes and built up a portfolio of those. Uh, and then recently, uh, about four years ago, a uh, primary focus on multifamily and apartment investing, which uh, basically all the things that Jenny mentioned scaled upwards. So 
kind of about 10 years ago, that was when that aha moment came about. Amazing. Thank you so much. And Jenny, how did you and Steve uh, come to become partners? Yeah, actually, it started with my husband. <laughs> so he really double clicked down on real estate uh, before I did. And when he and I moved back to California, uh, late 2019, um, actually, he went to one of these meetups, you see these groups where folks with like-minded um, bots meet together and talk about like subjects. So Steve happened to be speaking at one of these events about real estate investing and Ronnie found him great and wanted to connect with him afterwards. And so he, they met for coffee, um, out for a few drinks, got to know each other and found that they were very similar in, in terms of values and goals and operational styles. Um, so he brought me in actually, cause I had also started investing as well. And uh, decided, you know, Steve and I really connected. We had very similar um, working styles and also complementary skills. And so really after a year of getting to know each other, finding deals, underwriting together, we decided to uh, form our company. Um, and really at the same time, I had actually quit my W-2 job back in February of 20, uh, 2020. And um, Steve, as he mentioned, uh, retired from his job later on in the year. It, it just, you know, was fate, really. You know, we were in the right place at the right time in the right life stage uh, to join forces and um, create this company called the Vertical Street Ventures. And so now we are helping educate other investors on how to generate that passive income, really just giving back because we found so much value in what we were learning that we wanted to make sure we turned around and, and brought folks with us. I love that. And I think so many people in the industry, like we were talking about, Jenny, you know, for me, I, it was an accident. I had no idea what I was doing and I accidentally made some money. It's like, wow, this could be a, a, a revenue stream. And so one thing that I've noticed is that we seem to find uh, kind of our partners, our, our tribe, if you will. And yeah. that's when we can really scale the type of work that we're doing. And so, Steve, I would love to know, you know clearly you're speaking on the subject, you're passionate about the subject. What was so special and unique about Jenny and Ron that you said, this is, this is the right team? Because I think it's so hard to pick the right team members where everybody can be successful. So I'm curious, what was that process like for you? And how did you know that you found the right two partners? Yeah, no, I, it, it's interesting because once you do speak at a meetup, as we all know, there's um, quite a few people that are pursuing you. But uh, I'd have to say Ronnie, um, with his background in sales, just kept uh, connecting with me, you know, so and uh, calling me, hey, can we have coffee? And that was the next day. Usually I say, yeah, we can set something up. And then uh, sure enough, the next uh, the next day we actually met for coffee. And it was a little bit of a bait and switch because I thought I was going to be working with Ronnie. <laughs> and it ended up uh, uh, he's like, well. My wife is actually a little bit better at these kind of things because he's he's still in corporate right now. My wife can do this, and I had never met Jenny at all. And then I even went to an event with Ronnie uh, that Jenny, uh, for some reason, could not attend. So I actually thought maybe there could be a potential a partnership with Ronnie. And then when um, I was introduced to Jenny uh, at, uh, at, a, at a dinner, uh, um, we, we found out we really complimented each other across the board. Uh, similar backgrounds in terms of sales. I, you know, a strong technical background. I'm an underwriter by trade uh, on, on the health plan side, and uh, uh, also uh, have been in sales and then in, in in corporate leadership as well. So a lot of the same type of corporate um, 
you know, acumen that we both had and working closely together uh, across the board has helped us uh, get there. And especially um, Jenny's attention to detail. So sometimes I can get into some of the visionary things and, and not execute and have a lot of different ideas. And Jenny kind of brings it back to, hey, okay, Steve, my activator is coming back in. Uh, <laughs> what are the things that we need to complete today so that we can accomplish uh, our end goal? Uh, and uh, and that that tends to work. It, it has worked really well for for both of us. That's beautiful. And now flip that because it's so hard sometimes yep. to find the right mentor. So Jenny, you know, how did you know that Steve was going to be the right fit? For you, because the mentor is just as important as the mentee to the mentor, right? Like you need to, you need to trust that the advice that you're getting is solid. You need to have faith that, you know, the intentions are there. So for those that are, you know, in the audience right now that are maybe struggling to find a mentor, you know, can you kind of tell us what you were looking for, what qualities, what traits, and then sometimes, right, there's just there's that connection. And this is, this is meant to be my mentor. So I would love to kind of break down that process. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, the track record is a no brainer. Obviously when you look for a mentor, they have to be successful at what you're looking to succeed in. So that absolutely is a no brainer. Uh, What really connects two people, I think is that chemistry, right? So Steve mentioned, obviously the, the, the technical skills, the ability to, uh, you know, underwrite and analyze and lead a project, but it's also, do you have the chemistry with that person? Do your working styles complement each other? Because you're, you're married to your, your partner, right? For as long as your partnership survives and lasts. So you really have to make sure that you guys are complementary in your styles. Like, do we work together well? If we have a issue or problem, how do we resolve it together? Um, So those softer skills are just as important, if not more than some of those hard skills of, you know, finding a deal and underwriting and, you know, executing a business plan. So that I think, you know, once he and I met, I mean, we spent all of last year pretty much attached at the hip for lack of it. We spoke multiple times a day. Um, So really getting to know your mentor obviously is super important, but then generating that relationship to become a partner is the second part of that. Incredible. That it, thank you so much for sharing that because we're always recommending, you know, to the audience, you know, go out, put yourself out there, you know, attend these things and maybe now even virtually. But right. speakers, right? A lot of times they're speaking because they're passionate about sharing their knowledge, but they're also looking to to share the wealth. You know, and I think that's something that I've found in real estate is that mentors are always so excited of like, please avoid these. We've done this. Please don't do this uh, because it's love for the community. So Steve, were there any like tried and true uh, things that you kind of uh, advise your mentees uh, that's just like your core principles of we need to avoid X or we need to be more detail focused on this? Like what are those kind of tried and true principles for your success? Yeah, no, great, great question. Just like the due diligence we do on properties, right? You do need to do the due diligence on the individual as well. So I've, I've had a couple other partnerships uh, in the past and in some of those, um, you know, I think because of the fear of missing out, a lot of people are jumping in to quote bed together and have a long-term and, and potentially on, on these real estate uh, opportunities, they're five to seven, maybe 10 year holds. And so you really have to be cognizant of who you're kind of stepping into business with. 
Um, and uh, I really look at that. I, I do background checks as well. So we did a full background check on everybody and uh, just gave me a, a peace of mind across the board. And a lot of it is intuition as well. And so uh, just being in the corporate environment with the multiple different personality tests that we have to take, uh, you know, and that's something we did too. Uh, Jenny and I both, uh, we shared our strength finders and where, where our strengths are and then, you know, where, where some of the differences are and then what we need to do collectively together to, to work together, you know, so sat down for a whole day, laid it all out on a whiteboard on, on the pros and cons of potentially working together. And, um, I would say that's probably most important. So when, when people say, oh, I, and we have people wanting to partner with us and we have to be very selective about that because uh, we, we don't really know their background and, you know, it takes time and said, oh, can we get, can we work on this deal with you? Uh, and and uh, those are some of the things that I, I kind of look at uh, across the board. Fantastic advice, because uh, it is, it's, it's, you have to do due diligence on the property. And when you said the fear of missing out, I feel like that really just kind of hit home for me and some others in the audience, because so often I see like a first real estate deal that goes less than successfully because they read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I think everybody, you know, that or most people that get into real estate have read that and, and can theorize some of those principles. Yeah. But then we're so excited about the possibilities and the opportunities that maybe, you know, we, we force that we're going to look at these five properties and one of them is it when maybe you should have looked at a six. So I love that you brought in that that fear of missing out. Is that something that you, Steve, have ever had to manage in terms of your any of your mentee relationships? You know, absolutely. So what happened, I mean, that, that that's a great point because, um, and I, I started uh, my multifamily career with a mentor as well. And so that the mentor was really focused on the acquisition piece and less less focused on probably some of the um, the the asset management uh, side of the business, right? And so I think we all can go out and acquire a property, but how you manage that property is so important. And so I, I you know, it's it's building those steps to get you there. So just like having single family homes as part of your portfolio is not a bad thing, right? Some people say, hey, jump directly to apartment investing. That that's the best way to go. But I think the layered approach of single family homes and growing and kind of cutting your teeth on kind of doing things by yourself. And then when you jump into multifamily, it's much more of a team sport and you have to employ the right team members across the board. And you can't just pick anybody, right? Uh, but everybody uh, today I'm noticing is, hey, we have to acquire, we have to acquire, but they don't have the right team approach to, kind of, to, to successfully execute on that. And that's where opportunities and deals come about for all of us. Absolutely. That makes perfect sense. Thank you for sharing that. There was something that was that really fascinated me when I was going through your website and, and looking at the two of you. It was about the about the mission because real estate, I don't want to say it's boring because we have a lot of fun, but real estate is real estate. And there has to be a mission or a value proposition that goes beyond just making money and flipping properties, right? Like, I, I love the way that you described sharing the concept of financial freedom and empowering others. It wasn't just about the two of you or your families. Uh, it's really about how do you build that community? And so Jenny, I'm curious, you know, why is that so important to you? 
Yeah. You, you know, one of the first deals Steve and I syndicated together, uh, we opened it up for friends and family. And the reason we did that is, you know, I tell this to them all the time. I wish I knew 10 years ago what I know now, right? And a lot of folks say this, oh man, this is such a, a great industry. I, I, I would have done things differently had I known 10, 15 years ago. And so I, you know, wanted to accelerate that for our friends and our family and Steve did as well. And, and that's really why our mission came together. It's not just about our friends and family. We know that there's lots of people out there who want to get financial freedom so that they can spend more time with their kids, more time doing more things they love, taking a vacation, traveling, whatever that might be. And if we can help enable that, um, that's why we're here. And yes, it's it's beneficial from a financial standpoint for our investors. Um, but it also, you know, it, the second part of that too is helping the communities that we get involved in, right? So I always say, I want to make sure we leave any and all of the communities we invest in a better place than when we took it over at. So that's part of our other mission, other side of our mission as well, is how do we make an impact for our investors, but then also the communities around that area too. What is one way that you differentiate yourself in terms of investor relations? Because we know that's so important and yeah. it's obviously something that you all pride yourselves on. So what is something that you're very proud of in terms of you know, just a way that differentiates the way that you engage your investors versus maybe some other syndicators? Yeah, great question. Um, I think one of the main things that differentiates us is our dedication to our investors. So what I mean is, you know, I've been on the passive side as well. I've had, you know, investor relation calls with other folks, with other companies. And I feel like that sometimes I'm, I'm just a number. They're rushing through the conversation. They just want to make sure they check the box and then off you go. Um, you know, Steve and I are very purposeful. We have long calls with our investors. We really want to get to know them, their families, their goals, what is making them tick and why are they doing what they're doing um, so, so that we can really help them, right? Not every single deal is right for every single investor. So once we get to know them more in depth, have follow-up calls with them, um, they might join one of our meetup groups that we host together, or we might have them on our Facebook community page and, and talking with us online, whatever that might be. I think that helps differentiate us because we really do care about the people we work with. They are part of the team. Investors are part of your project. They are not just, you know, a number or a capital raise that, you know, put into a bucket. So hopefully they, they see that and they feel that when they talk to one of us. Yeah, I think it's the added touch as yeah. well. Um, so, you know, everything from handwritten thank you notes, right? So I'm a fan of those. And, you know, we, we, we are in a, a day and age of a technology and, we can text each other. Oh, thanks. Uh, appreciate it. But a handwritten thank you note is, it does wonders. And then uh, giving them something after we invest. So a book, you know, a simple book on the ABCs of real estate. Um, I, I, we, we, we like to do those things. A lot of folks say, oh, that's, why should we, that's going to hit our expense. But that, exp that expense factor uh, goes a long ways with building trust and transparency with the investors. In addition to the monthly, you know, the standard, uh, the, the standard is monthly meetings, quarterly meetings, live quarterly meetings. So that's a that's a given, and that's table stakes. Uh, the rest of it is the softer and the the softer skills, which a lot of folks don't have. And I think through our corporate environment and the things we've learned in corporate America, those things make a difference in terms of uh, keeping your clients happy. 
So Steve, one of the things I hear you saying is you invest in your investors. Absolutely. Absolutely. I invest the time as well. So I would say Jenny and I spend a lot of extra time with them personally one-on-one. And that's where some of our strong points are. So sitting there one-on-one, working with them, explaining. We, We went through the entire presentation as a webinar and then going through the entire thing for another hour just to ensure that they understand that. I mean, we take it for granted. We've all been in real estate for you know, many years, some of us, you know, 20, 30, sometimes eight, 10 to 10 years. Uh, however, uh, it, it takes a, a lot more time for folks that have been focused on their W-2 jobs. I mean, uh, my motto is do your job well. So on the corporate side, I've climbed the corporate ladder um, all the way to the top. And you have to do that by putting in time, effort, and discipline. And a lot of times you don't have time to, to figure out about how a passive investment works. I built a side hustle at the same time in doing that. So I've educated myself, but a lot of people don't have that time. So I feel it's on us as the sponsor and the general partner to ensure they know exactly what they're investing in all the way down to what does 80-20 mean? What does an acquisition fee mean, right? So all those things. Incredible. And Jenny, one of the things that, that you had said earlier was you wish you had known this 10 years sooner. But I'm yeah. curious, if you could pick one thing that you've learned from Steve in, in your relationship of having a mentor, what is like the one thing that you wish you knew 10 years ago? You know, he's he's very much vision focused, right? He, he's great at thinking about ideas and big picture, which I love. Um, one thing he's really helped me with, because I spent really all of my waking hours last year, (laughs) analyzing deals and finding projects and talking to brokers. And um, because of that FOMO, there were many times where I wanted to just, you know, jump in, go, let's just go buy it. Like, what are we waiting for? Right. But um, again, that's kind of the, the, the action oriented side of me, but Steve did a really good job of um, just making sure you had the full picture before making that decision. So Action focus, absolutely, but making sure that we also cross our t- every single T, dot our I's. Um, and then just, just once you finalize, actually make the decision, then go do it. A lot of times we we think we're, we're like 95% of the way there and we're kind of hemming and hawing. But really, you know, his his push on me, a lot of things is just, we have enough, let's go, right? And, and to that point, um, you know, that's what, you know, a lot of folks, if I had known 10 years ago, because everybody knows, knows about real estate in some sort of fashion, but no one really takes action on it, right? So had I known that I could do it, it's not as scary. It's not as, you know, impossible as people think it is. 10 years ago would be, you know, a whole different story for me. So really, you needed permission. And the fact is you do not need permission. And those in the audience that think they need permission to get involved, they don't. Your permission granted. Reach out to Jenny, reach out to Steve, reach out to us. Like, do just start the action. I love that. Thank you, Jenny. For the members of the audience that are ready to take some action and want to connect with you and the Vertical Street Ventures team further, what is the best way for them to follow you, connect with you, and then and then your website? 
Sure. Yeah. So you can find both Steve and I on LinkedIn, Facebook as well. Um, if you want to head to our website, it's www.verticalstreetventures.com. We have some great information more about our team. We also have a case study. So for those who want to dig in a little bit more about how exactly does it work, we have a free download that you can uh, register for um, and read about a case study that uh, Steve actually implemented last year. Um, so feel free to visit our, visit our website, but then also click on uh, a link to set up time with us. As we mentioned earlier, we really love meeting new people and like-minded people, and we want to get to know about you and your goals. So reach out to us. We're happy to sit down and, and talk with you. Amazing. Thank you so much. And Steve, any last words before we close today? Nope. Th thank you very much for the time. Really appreciate it. And uh... I'll uh, look forward to catching up a little bit later. Absolutely. I am so grateful to both of you for joining us today here on Real Estate Syndication Spotlight. What an incredible opportunity. And for the audience tuning in at home, please check out our show notes, go to the links, follow Jenny and Steve, connect with them on LinkedIn, and then a free case study right on their website. So you have to check that out, download it. Much gratitude to all of you for joining us on another episode of Real Estate Syndication Spotlight by Good Egg Investments. We'll see you in the next show. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight. If you are a real estate investor or syndicator who would like to be on this podcast, please visit syndicationspotlight.com. And please also join the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight Facebook group so we can connect with you and learn more about you. And if you got something out of this episode, we'd love it if you could subscribe to this show and give us a rating and review. We promise to read your feedback and take action to continue to make this show even better and more valuable for the real estate syndication community. My name is Annie Dickerson. And I'm Julie Lamb. Thanks for listening. And thank you for being a part of the real estate syndication spotlight community.